everybody, welcome back to our Passion Week. We're looking at the final week of the life of Christ, and today we look at Good Friday. Today's Good Friday, and uh, as we look at the account of, of Good Friday, we just came out of Thursday where Jesus was betrayed, right? He gave an example to the, his disciples at the Lord's Supper of, of how to serve. He, he, he said a lot of things. He, he said a high priestly prayer, and he really prayed that his heart would be yielded to the Spirit and the will of the Father, uh, that he would willingly lay down his life so that we would have, we would have life. Uh, today we look as he goes to the cross, and, and so he's been betrayed, he's, he's had uh, secret trials happen, he's been handed over finally to Pontius Pilate, and we pick up the story there today uh, in Matthew chapter 27, in verses 11 through 14, and then some of the following ones too. Um, again, there's a lot of an account of this, you should go read about it, and we're just highlighting a couple of things. Today's, uh, today's title is Awkward Silence, and, and what, one thing I, I'm very clear about, I know we're at the cross out on Spring Hill, uh, we have a freeway next to us, it's a little windy, it's kind of noisy, and but in the middle of that noise, uh, it can remind us of the distractions we see in life and the distractions that we face. Uh, life is, is a hustle and, and things are all around us that are distracting us and pulling us away from that, that awkward silence and that time to make a decision in the awkward silence. Today we're going to look at the awkward silence with Jesus. And so here's where we pick up our story in Matthew 27. It says, Now Jesus stood before the governor, that's Pilate, uh, Are you the king of the Jews? The governor asked him. Jesus answered, You say so. While he was being accused by the chief priests and elders, he didn't answer. Then Pilate said to him, don't you hear how much they're testifying against you? But he didn't answer him or even uh, one charge so that the governor was quite amazed. Now think about this. His accusers are laying out the, 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 the prosecution. Here's why we're charging him. Here's what we're charging him with. And they knew they had an uphill battle. They knew if Jesus spoke, if he called witnesses on his behalf, they would testify about him and what he's done and who he is. And there'd be no evil found then, found in him. But he just remained silent. Why did he remain silent? because he was on the way to the cross. There was no turning back from when he entered the city. Uh, in fact, when he was born, right, there was no turning back. But he, he came to lay his life down and he wanted to be sure that that's exactly what took place. So he didn't, he didn't answer. He didn't speak back and uh, talk back to them at all. And then, uh, but so there's an answer there, one. In the silence, there's just accusations and accusations. And we want to set up a charge against Jesus and why he's not who, who he claimed to be or why we don't want him to be that in our lives. Then we go on down in verse 19. We see, while he was sitting on the judge's bench, this is the this is Pilate, his wife sent word to him, have nothing to do with this righteous man. For today I've suffered terribly in a dream because of him. The chief priests and elders, however, persuaded the crowds to ask for Barabbas and to execute Jesus. The governor asked them, which of the two do you want me to release for you? Now, before we get into the, the Q&A there, think about this. That we have some accusations coming against in the silence. There's accusations and pushing Jesus away. In the silence, the wife understands and knows this is a righteous man. We, we want nothing to do with him uh, because that blood will be on our on our heads and our, on our hands. Uh, she wanted not to have anything to do with him. So Pontius Pilate eventually starts just washing his hands of this whole thing and hands Jesus over. But he asked, which one do you want me to release? And they said, Barabbas. And Pilate asked them, what should I do with Jesus who is called the Christ? And they all answered, crucify him. Then he said, why? What has he done wrong? Even in the midst of this trial, this mock trial, this mockery of, of, of the justice system, he understands that all of the evidence on Jesus, about Jesus, there's nothing wrong. He's done nothing wrong. And, and why? why? Why do you want him? And, and he asked that question and he wants answers. But here's the, the telltale sign in the heart of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. Out of the silence of Jesus, and, and, and even in, in a time of questioning from Pontius Pilate, they don't answer his question. So what, what do you want, uh, or why, what has he done wrong, he asked. And then they said, 
They just kept shouting all the more, crucify him, crucify him. They didn't want to talk. They didn't want to reason. They didn't want to present argument. They just said, crucify him. So when Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere, right? Sometimes that silence and Jesus gets nowhere and we, we push him aside and, and maybe you have that friend that, that you're trying to, to share Christ with and you're getting nowhere with them. That happens. My challenge is, is maybe maybe you're getting nowhere. Maybe maybe someone's, someone's sharing with you and, and they're getting nowhere with the words of Christ and with the gospel message of Christ. Open your heart up and say, you know, I need to look at this more clearly and not just push Jesus away. So when, Jesus, when Pilate saw he was getting nowhere, but that a riot uh, was starting instead, he took water and he washed his hands in front of the crowd and said, I am innocent of this man's blood. See to it yourselves. All the people answered, his blood be on us and our children. Think about that decision they just made. They pushed Jesus aside in the silence of, and Jesus wasn't silent, right? He was silent now, but he had been teaching and, and preaching and proclaiming and showing who he was, that he was the legitimate Messiah, the, the one sent from God to, to save the world of their sins. And, he, and they decided, you know what, I'm going to make a decision not only for me. And this is what happens. Our decisions, they last a long time. They said, the decision, we're going to take put this man's blood on our hands and on our children. Then he released Barabbas to them. And after having Jesus flogged, he handed them him over to be crucified. So out of the silence, there's rejection. Out of the silence, there's an understanding that he's righteous. And then we have one more moment of, of out of the silence I want us to look at. Uh, one verse, uh, verse 54 in Matthew 27. This is Jesus, he's on the cross and the, the centurion soldiers are there and, and they're observing what's happening. And here's what it says in 54. When the centurion and those with him who were keeping watch over Jesus saw the earthquake and the things that had happened, they were terrified and said, truly this man was the son of God. See, out of the silence in our, in our heart, if we really are reflective about who Jesus is and what he's done, you and I can see that he is truly the son of God. And, and we need to respond to that. We need to respond to that in repentant, humble faith and treasure him as the atoning sacrifice that he is. He is surely worthy as the lamb who was slain. I hope your Friday today is a good Friday because of Jesus. God bless you guys.